God forward that people are li listening Amen. and they do indeed want the true word of God. Amen. Yes. Ready? Yes. Amen. Today is a blessing and honor. It's a privilege to be in the house of the Lord again today. Yes. Amen. Here at Evangelistic Outreach Deliverance yes. Ministry. Yes. Number four. Yes. Amen. Well, our leaders are Apostle Florida Jackson, her husband, Ella Rufus Jackson, our pastor here, the pastor Mary Golden, and all the ministers, evangelists, deacons, and sisters and brethren. It's an honor, it's a privilege yes. to be able to stand before you and just read a simple scripture today. Yes. Amen. The testimonies have went up. Amen. Yes. And and God said he, you know, he he do the adding and the drawing. Right. Sometimes you don't understand why you go through situations. You don't understand why. But you understand when we read this scripture, what it does, it, it reminds you of, of your hardship that you're going through. Amen. If you don't go through, you can't be no nothing. If you don't never go through anything, why are you going to be something? You got. I told him the other day, I said, now, if you was filthy rich and you had everything you need, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't need God. You don't feel like you need him. Cause some people have made their money their God. And it's sad to where you can you you praying to your money. You praying it. I heard them say they stay up all night counting their money. Hallelujah. I, I don't have to stay up all night because you can count mine on one hand. Amen. I thank God for that. But we still are rich. Amen. In my father's house, there are many mansions. Amen. He got stuff in store for us. Amen. In, in all your suffering, it's not just for a reason, not just just for any old parent reason, but it's for a reason, and the reason is to endure and make it through the kingdom. Yes, Hallelujah. Thank God for that. If you have your Bibles, yes, you're in Facebook land. Amen. Here in the church. Hallelujah. God give me just one particular scripture. I was studying the eighth chapter of, of Romans, and the scripture that correlates from Genesis is, I think it's, I think it's the seventh chapter, but it's, it's the passage in Genesis where it was talking about Joseph, when Joseph was placed in the tomb. Romans 8, we're going to read Romans 8 and 28. But the, the, the scripture that correlates Genesis to Romans is uh, the, the scripture where it talks about, it tells of the story how Joseph was uh, was put in the in, in the uh, pit. Amen. And sometimes we all feel like we've been in a pit in our life. Some of us are still in a pit. Amen. But God can use you even in your pit. Amen. I heard a preacher preach not too long. Well, it's been a little while, but preach. God can use a sinner and he still will send them to hell. Amen. God God can do all things but fail. We're in a time when we, we got to understand that he 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 is God and he's gonna do what he says he's gonna do. Despite whether you like it or I like it or anybody else like it, he's God. He has power. He has control of our minds. Amen. He has control of this world. Amen. You say, well, why is this going on? Why is this happening? It's God. That's the only way you can explain. That's why God kept you from going to Florida, where you could, get, could have been mixed up with, with turmoil. You could have been mixed up with, with chaos. And it could have been tragic and chaos could have happened or, catastrophic thing could take place. Amen. When you begin to see the land wash away, water wash away the land from the rest of the land, you begin to say, oh my God. Because that lets you know this land is just sitting on top of water. Amen. And if God want to wash it away, he can wash it away. Because he, he, he constructed, he built this land. 
People saying they got houses built upon this land. They worshiping the wrong thing. Because God can tear it down. I've seen houses and, and, and cars and houses floating down in, in the water. And tornadoes tearing up things. Anything you put before God, he'll take it from you. He will destroy it. Amen. He said, I am God. I'm sovereign. I'm the king. I am the man. They said, the man. I am the one. I am the creator. I am God. He will. He'll take it away from you. And we wonder why are we suffering? Then we reading the scripture there. 8 and 28, please. Yes, ma'am. Romans 8 and 28. Hallelujah. Romans 8 and 28. Yes. And we know mm -hmm. that all things mm -hmm. work together for good to them that love God. Mm -hmm. To them who are the called according to his purpose. Holy Father, I thank you for the word. Just this simple scripture, God, means a whole lot to us. We thank you for it, Lord. We give you praise, honor, and all the glory. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. We understand that, that Joseph, he had a dream, and he was sharing the dream with his brothers. And his brothers became jealous of him. He had a coat of many colors that was given to him by his father. Sometimes people give you gifts and other people get jealous of you. Amen. They get jealous of the gift that God has given you. God can give you a gift of doing clapping your hands, stomping your feet, your shout. Your shout may be, may be touching to somebody else that may not be able to shout. Your, your praise, your singing may be able to, to, to lift up your voice. You may be able to sing like a mockingbird, or you might can't hold a tune in a bathtub. But God, thank God that you're able to try it. God bless your every effort. And we thank God for just being God. I thank God the word said, and it said all things. So the suffering that Joseph, when he, his brother got jealous and they got all mad about him, they, they talked, they wanted to kill him. But it's always, God always got one. Just we don't, it didn't take but one. Every time you search the scriptures, every time something took place, God always had one person to tell the story. He always had one to come back and tell the story. When, they, when, they, when, they, when, the, when the, the stone was removed from the tomb, one lady said, come, come. He has risen. Come, see your man. The young lady at the, at the well, the Samaritan woman, she said, uh, come and see your man that has told me about my sin. That's all God needs is one. Amen. One person. And we understand the situation took place with Joseph. And threw him in the, in the pit and everything. They got all upset. But God used Joseph yes, through all his situation. Mm. When we in the pit, we need to praise him while yes, we in the pit. Said, Pastor, that's hard to do. It is hard. It is. I agree with you. It is hard to praise God in the pit. But when you learn how to praise him through your adversity, when you we, we learn how to praise God. In our situation, our circumstances, yes, when we learn how to give him praise. Yes, Amen. When you learn to give him praise, if you can praise him when you're down, you ought to be able to praise him when you're yes, up. Lord. Hallelujah. People, some folks can praise God with a pocket full of money. Hallelujah. But when they're broke, they don't know how to say thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Some say, thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Hallelujah. Joseph had enough sense to say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for what you've done for me, Lord. 
even when he was thrown in the, sometimes some pits that we put in, it's as if we're not going to be able to recover. But the, the song of the verses said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. I don't know how you weep, but some people weep to themselves. The mother just said uh, the young lady was weeping, but she didn't ever get it out. Sometimes you got to get it out. The Bible said a righteous, contrite heart, a contrite spirit, that, that, that broken heart, broken mind. God had to break us down at times. God had to create a pitfall for some of us. To get into, he do. He had to create a snare for you, you to get placed into that snare in order to get your mind right with him. If you went on and went on and went on and didn't have God in need, you never fell in no ditch, you never fell in no, you never come to a wall. Sometimes you can come to a wall, you don't know which way to go. But if you never come to that wall, you won't know how to, how to man yourself up and be a woman. Hallelujah, when the gas is cut off and the pink slip is on the gas meter. Hallelujah, when the lights are off and you, hallelujah, some people begin to curse God. God didn't have nothing to do with you not paying that bill. You didn't pay the bill for some reason or the other. But a lot of people like to blame God for the, my God killed my sister, killed my brother. The word said right here, all for we know. We know. This is what Paul was saying. He said, listen, we know that all things. We know this. A lot of times we know we're going to go through some trials, y'all. I'm telling you. Like we know that we're going to have some ups and downs. Some days you get up out of the bed, you can get up so fast, you can get on up. But other days it's hard to put that right or left foot on that floor. We know some days you're going to have an ache and a pain in a, in a, in a month. Oh, everything's not going to work the way you want it to. You can cook the same cake, use the same ingredients. That cake is not going to taste the same every time you cook it. You can cook that cake and make it leave it the same ingredients. For instance, if we, we were here in the church, and if I, if I told, told one person something, and by the time it got back around to me again, it'd be a whole totally different story. Yeah. Something to be added, something to be taken away. Yeah. For we know yeah. that all things, mm -hmm. that what he said, Paul said, and we know that all things working good, working for good. Yes. You said, you mean me losing my loved one is for good? Yes. Sometimes God has to take the one that you were leaning on away from you in order for you to stand up. He do. He have to take your, your crutch away from you. Your favorite food. Something. No, this is a witness. This is a witness right here. You can have a taste for some, some Popeye's chicken. And when you get there, Popeye's can be closed. Can I get a witness? <laughs> you can have a taste for Zaxby chicken. Miss uh -huh. Riley, they get to Zaxby, they done ran out of chicken. So you can have your heart wrapped up in something other than God. And God remove that thing. Won't He do it? He'll take it. He'll take. He said, "Have no other God before me." You have yourself, man. I'm gonna make such and such money this week. Then when you get your check stub, you get your check, it'd be a totally different thing. And you're like, oh my God, what happened to my check? For real. I done had it to happen. What in the world? 
It forgot to pay me for, but see if you got your mind wrapped up in it. And I've seen people curse God because their checks weren't right. And it's a sad thing to be able to, to even want to curse a God, a creator that created you. How you gonna curse the one that made you? And they use the word so freely. Just use it like it had no effect. And it's something about it's something about them using the old nasty word. It it makes them feel like they grown or or they they so important or they so big or they so bad. The same words can cause you to go to hell. He said all things, everything that ever takes place in your life. He said, preach even if I come out of the house and I got a flat tire, my truck, my car. Think about it. You could have had air in that time, went down the road and had a banger ruler. Boom, boom. You could have towed your car. But God seemed fit for you to have that flat in that yard. See, we ask God to cover us with his blood. We ask him to watch over us. Don't you know he see all things? He knows all things. It's sad, sisters and brothers, where people think they're going to uh, uh, um, outsmart God. Think you're going to hold a little something in your heart. You got to look something in and think God don't see. Yes, he do see. He know you can't stand your first cousin. He know you don't, you don't like your brothers or sister. He, he know you hate them and hate this and hate that. God see everything. So we can't hold nothing back from God. We got to get all this stuff out of us. We got to be ready. Because a preacher said last night, he said, when I gave God a yes, when I completely gave God yes, when I said yes, Lord, he said, oh, it took four or six years or something like that. It took years for me to really say, okay, God. Okay, God. God was calling in the ministry a long time ago. But he finally figured out, you can't hide. You can run, but you cannot hide. You can't do. You got to do what God tells you to do. You're going to do it here. I believe there's going to be some folk in hell trying to preach in hell. Oh, Jesus. Oh, trying to tune up in hell. Oh, Lord. Oh, it's too late. Too late. Yes. Time to oh, every, every situation you go on, you say, well, preacher, my grades are not good. Yes. Your grades are not good because you're not studying doing what you're supposed to do. But when your grades are bad, them grades will make you call on Jesus. Especially if you got you don't have a, a tuition for the whole, or you can't pay for your whole, you got to come out of your pocket and pay for them classes. And you're flunking. You need God. You need God to show you all oh, everything you go through. Everything you go through. It's an all things working for good. You know, you don't understand why you burnt them greens. Why you burnt them beans. Why you that you forgot to turn it off and it burn up? Well, God might not want you to eat them. It might have raised your blood pressure say, Who knows? Amen. All things work for good. I'm tired. You, you can get sometimes you get sick and tired of your situation you in. You get just tired of Lord. I'm sick and tired of it. But you you ain't trusting God for it. Oh yes. Turn it over to the Lord. He'll work it out. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. And I'm gonna wait. The trouble don't last always. While you in the midst of trouble, praise him in your trouble. 
praise him when you, you run from Pharaoh. Then just keep praising him all the way to the river. Praise him all the way to the river. They, it's like they had to praise him all the way. When it seemed like a Pharaoh going to catch up with you, you keep praising God anyway. You get in the habit, if you get in the habit of just praising him anyway. Look at your neighbor and say, praise him anyway. Praise him anyway. Lord, I don't know if we're going to make it, Lord. I don't, God already see all of that. He already knows all of that. You get to the point, we have to get to the point where we say, okay, this is your will. This is your will, Lord. Okay, God, you will this to happen, this is your will. Then I just got to deal with it. I just got to deal with it. And one thing about it, when you begin to praise God in your circumstances, <sighs> deliverance is right around the corner. It's how you go through your situation determine how long you're going to be in it. Can I get a witness? How you go through the situation determine how long you stay in that situation. Thank you, God. I told the Lord, I know you don't, you, you ain't mean for us to suffer this long. You're going to deliver your people. You're going to deliver your people. And I got to hold him to that. God, you said, you said in your word. You said it. Call on you while you yet may be found. You said in your word that we, we trust and believe that you're going to make a way. You said that you uh, we've been made do it for a night, but y'all are coming in the morning. Hallelujah. It's all right to cry sometimes. People have got so hard the way they don't want to cry. So hard. All right. Don't want to cry. No. One thing about crying, when you go to crying, that means you got your mind on what's going on. You're really connected. You really, you really, in fact, you you really there with it. You done, done focus on what your problem is. That you're surrendering down. You're humbling yourself down. So okay now, God, I can't do this. I you know you can go so you carry yourself so far. You lift yourself up so far. One thing about it, you go, you go too long without sleeping. What what happened? Sleep will catch up with you on it. You go too long without God, God will catch up with you on it. Hallelujah. One thing, you go without sleep, sleep will walk you down. You say, well, I stayed up 24 hours, 48 hours, uh, 72 hours without sleep. One thing about it, when you do, when that sleep do get you, you're going to be down a long time. That's people, I've I, I been sinning all my life, preacher. I've been sinning. Uh, God, he ain't coming back. My mama said 28 years ago, they, the, the good Lord God, they said, the good Lord, the good Lord is coming back for me. Okay, keep on. Uh -huh. Keep on. Keep on. You're going to see he's, technically, he's coming back for people every day. Amen. People falling off the earth every day. Yeah. There's people that missing right now. Young man in the city that they're looking for, don't even know where he at. Don't know what happened to him. God knows what happened. Right. On this earth, God, he, he made us. Mm -hmm. He can just yeah, take us God. off. Yeah. You don't have to allow you every day to wake up with air, with, with oxygen in your body, your brain functioning. <laughs> you able to know, know the front door from the back door. Thank you, Lord. God don't have to tell you, uh, okay, now it's time to get up. People think that the alarm clock. <laughs> the alarm clock wakes you up. No, what wakes you up is the, the, the blood flowing through this brain. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, yes. Because of how we're supposed to do this, brother. That's what allows you to realize that something is real besides Thank your you bed. Some people yes. like me or whoever have to have to have a clock across the room. Alarm clock comes. You got one right beside it. I heard some say, I, I hit the snooze. I hit the snooze. Amen. The snooze will make a lazy folk. Stop it, baby. Get up out of that thing. Get out of here. Prayer is going to get us ready to get out of here. 
We living in an awful situation going on in this world. It's terrible. People are dying. People are coming up missing. People are falling by the way. People are going to hell even as we speak because they don't deny Christ. I don't want to be one of those when it comes down to the, do, do you name them like they did with Peter? Do you know, are you with them? No, I ain't with them sanctified folks. I don't know. Uh, uh, but maybe say all things working for the good now. All things working for the good. Are you with, are you with them? Start cussing this. That's where some folks are. They, 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 they rather cuss than speak the English. I want to be able to stand there and say, yes. I acknowledge him. As my personal savior. Yes, he is my Messiah. He is my all in all. His daddy is my daddy. I identify with them sanctified folks. Some people like to come to the sanctified church. But they don't want to stay there. They want to ease back. Where they blend in. Where they can be in a crowd where won't nobody talk about their sins. It's your, he said, be sure of your sins will find you out. Your sins. He said, well, I just can't quit doing it. Oh, yes, you can. Now, you can't do it, but God can. Oh, he can change you. He mean you. He, he can break some things. He can shake some things. He calls the, the things to fall off you. You look back and say, last year I was nothing but a, in, 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 this in the Bible. Last year I wasn't nothing but a hoe. This year I'm, I'm saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Homemongers. Men say, men are called homemongers. That's why I can look back and say, I wasn't nothing but a homemonger last year. I run it at every woman. Every skirt tail pants through are running out. But God saved them. God can change the heart of man. He'll change your heart. Won't he do? He'll change your heart. People got some evil stuff down in their heart. Like you were saying, don't hold nothing in your heart that's going to keep you from entering the kingdom. There's nothing on this earth that should keep you from entering into the kingdom of God. There's nothing. The word of God says, I let nothing separate me from the love of God. Don't let nothing keep you from going to heaven. Your self-will, your way, you think I'm the boss of me, I tell me what to do. Don't nobody tell me what to do. Okay, keep on, keep on. We're gonna see, God will show you something. He'll show you that you're going to, the word comes up. He said, but we know these things. Paul said, we know these things. We know that every knee shall bow. We know these things. That every knee is going to, every one of us is going to have to bow down. Correct. I know that. I'm not talking about the, the way Nebuchadnezzar said to the Hebrew boys. He told the Hebrew boys to bow down. Said when they sound the sound of music. When that music is sound, yeah. when they play the saucer and the harp and the dulcimer or whatever the instrument, he said, he said, uh, uh, everybody ought to bow down. Mm -hmm. The three boys said, uh-uh, we ain't bowing down to no false god. We don't need to bow down to our children. Amen. We don't need to bow down to our houses. Amen. We don't need to bow down to our cars. Uh, we don't need to bow down to our uh, 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 loved ones. Amen. If your husband don't want to be saved, pray for him and you go on with God. Amen. I 
Say it again. If your wife don't want to be saved, you pray for her and you go on with God. Your soul is one that has to give an account. When you stand before God, you ain't going to be standing there with your husband. With your, you, it's going to be you and God. And he's going to I pray that your good outweigh your bad. I pray he said, come on over on the right hand side. I don't want him to say, depart from me, your works of iniquity. You remember when your mama told you to fold them clothes and you you sweet your mouth? You remember when mama told you to clean your room up? You said you were talking under your breath. I ain't got to clean your room. I ain't got to clean You remember when they told you to carry the trash out and you act like you didn't hear them? When, they, when mom and dad told you to iron them clothes and you said, oh, I, I iron them later. I do what I want to do. I do what I want to do. Remember they told you keep get your homework, keep your room clean. I'm just keeping it simple and plain and simple. When they said keep your room clean, you oh, I do it how I want to do it. Amen. Then when you fall and bump your head and something, you get a cut mark, something cut on you. You get a knot on your head. You be wondering, I don't know why I got this knot on me. I don't know why the teacher just don't like me. I, I don't know. Every time I come in her class, he's glad. They just don't like me. Oh no, it's because you've been hard at it. You done did your own thing. You said, I do what I want to do. I do what I want to do. It. I say what I, I go when I want to go. I get up and do what I want to do when I want to do it. Let me tell you something. The devil is a liar. And he will deceive you. He'll call you to miss out on God. You'll mess around and go to a place that burns with fire. Just because you're so hard-headed, so hard-hearted to where nothing get a hold to you. Nothing breaks you. Nothing stops you. Nothing get in that old hard head of yours. God will call you to break you down. He'll break you down because he said in his word, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. You're going to bow down. God will break you down. Won't he do it? Come on, somebody. Won't he do it? You're so hard-hearted where you can't say, I'm sorry. You don't want to say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me for my wrong I done. You'd rather say, my bad. No, it is bad. It is your bad. It's hard for them to say, I'm sorry. That ain't nothing but the devil. Hard-headed. Hard-hearted. Disobedient. Don't want to clean your room up when you told to do it. Endanger yourself of the hell fire. Hey, one of them told me not too long, I'm going to, I'm going to hell and I'm going to hell and see the devil by myself. I said, you sure is, because I ain't going with you. Okay. But they think it's easy. It's a cakewalk. I'm just going to hell. And one told me the other day, uh, 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 there's no, I told him in Bible study Friday night. We had a great Bible study, by the way. And, and it said, uh, 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 you're going to go eternal. He said, what do you believe? You believe we, you can be cast into hell and out of darkness and hell and, and, and you're just going to burn up and it's over. I said, man, the Bible tells us such thing as eternity. Yes. From what I read, eternity is a, it doesn't have no number on it. So eternity as an example is as long as a bird flying on Panama City Beach giving up every morsel, every grain of sand and flying that sand all the way to heaven. And flying all the way back. And flying all the way to heaven. And flying all the way back to get up all that sand on that beach. Eternity is longer than that. Yes, Lord. 
So if you don't get your heart right with God, you don't accept him as your personal savior. You don't get your act right with God. You don't get your mind right with God. You don't stop lying, stealing, and cheating. I don't know what God had me going this way. But you don't stop lying, stealing, and cheating. You don't stop all that lying. Lying. You don't stop lying. There are some people that can lie and look you right in the eye. And lie on top of a lie. And think they don't lie so much that the lie seems like the truth to them. That's sad when you can just lie and feel good about it. Don't have no remorse. It's sad when you can lie. Something wrong. You've been turned over to a reprobate. That's what's wrong with you. You, you can stand there and just lie about lying. It's something wrong with you. And you need to get a hold of God while you can. Because you time running out. Time is running out on us. You look at the time. You get up early in the morning. You think you got all day. If you lay up at 9 o'clock, you in trouble. Because the day is gone. You look back, oh my God. What happened to the time? I, I thought it was such a thing. I cannot get a witness in here. You said, I look back at the time. What? What happened? What time is it? Yep. <sighs> time, time flies. They said when you're having a good time. You see, when, when they was in them clubs dancing and in them house parties, see, back in my day, they had a lot of house parties. Uh -huh. and, and they in there, they talking about time flying. Uh -huh. See, the devil wants you to know. You should, you, what he did want you to know, should have been at home with them children. You should have been at home taking care of your house. Instead of in somebody else's house, you should have been in yours. Yeah. The devil provoke you to do things. And you got to get the way you don't listen and what he say. Because he is a liar. He tell you to act out. He tell you to be a loud mouth and shut your mouth. Stop talking so much. Stop running your mouth. There's some people that can't shut up. They just talk and talk and talk. I think some like to hear themselves talk. Shut up. Shut up. And listen. You can learn something when you listen. Listen to what God is trying to tell you. There are some in hell right now because they would not listen to what God is saying. You say, well, that's God, Pastor. You are human. No, I'm led by God. God created me. God uses vessels to give to you a message to you to tell you, shut your mouth. It's not popular. It's not good to run your mouth all the time. Study to be quiet. And it's a sad thing to see a man sitting in the midst of a bunch of women conversing with a bunch of women. Because I'm a man and I know we don't do that. We don't get in no conversation and go around with the women and talking and talking and talking. We just don't do that. I thank God. Showing us the right way to do things. Amen. He said in his words that all things yes. working for what? Good. Good. Yes. He said, How is it good that my husband cuts me out? How is it good he called me out of my name? How is it good he threw them biscuits back at me? He slung that whole skin of the cornbread at me. How that good he slammed that door in my face? How, how is it good that he said, 
got a name. The good come in to where you kept your mouth shut. Well, you just be quiet. And I'm telling you the truth. I've seen it. I know what I'm talking about. You keep your mouth shut, and God will handle every bit of it. You know what my mother told me before she died years, years ago? She said, listen, a person cannot argue by themselves. <laughs> Eventually, they're going to shut up. When they realize they're talking to themselves and they're answering themselves, it's bad when you talk to yourself, but it's even worse when you answer yourself. Can I get a witness? It doesn't pay to argue because something's going to happen up on that. You're going to get mad, they're going to get mad, you're going to get mad, they're going to And then the next day, you know, the devil's going to tell you to strike at them. Hit at them. And then let's, let me tell you something. Anything a man loves, he's not going to beat on. I promise you that. Yes, For man love you, he's not going to put his hands on you. Mm -hmm. I've seen him bust the wall out, kick the car, kick the tires, whatever. To, to do it, man is not going to beat something. You don't beat something you love. Right. Right. Oh, the lady used to babysit at my grandmother's. When I was at my grandmother, she was a juice head, but she did her thing. And she would say, okay. she'd say, uh, 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 my granny actually said, Girl, what happened to you? She had her hater blockers on, her big glasses on, trying to block that big eye. Big old swole eyes. Sometimes we'll both of them beat up. Beat up eyes. And she said, "What, girl, what happened to you? Uh, uh, I fell down the steps. You don't have no steps in your house. Amen. I, I ran into the doorknob. Okay, all right, yeah. Doorknob, way down here. How you run into the doorknob? She says, girl, I know what happened to you. You tell that man he better not put his hands on you again. I seen the man. He was whooper and whooper. And something distorted in her mind. He loves me. And I'm going to go back and just, I got to go back to him because he loves me. If a man loves you, he ain't going to put his hands on you. And they're going to call you all kind of names and teach him not to. Let him know. Respect is given, respect is received. Amen. You receive it, it's given. Amen. <laughs> I said, what happened? I'm standing there as a seven-year-old, eight-year-old, young little baby boy. Young, and I'm sitting there like, shut your mouth in the name of Jesus. Standing there, I'm saying, Lord, what happened to this woman? Why? What makes, I'm a young boy. Okay. My stepdaddy didn't beat on my mother. Because he knew what time it was. Okay. And I'm saying, uh, why? And what makes him think that that's love? Love is not a brawler. Love is not fighting. You love something, you take care of it. You love them shoes. I had shoes I had for 20-some years. Right. Took care of them shoes. You paid good money for them, you take care of them. You enjoy your car, you, you see about your car. You keep it service. You enjoy your body, you put good food and good water and stuff in your body. You don't eat that old bad stuff that's bad for you going to run your blood pressure up. You don't need to do all of that. You take care of yourself. Nobody should never have to tell you to take care of something that you love. That's right. Amen? Amen. 
to never have to tell you. So if you love the Lord, you're going you're gonna to pray to him and say, God, I love you. If you love his son, Jesus, and Jesus, I love you. And how you prove you love him because you serve him. That all things working for the good. He said, Well, preach everything ain't good. You okay, steady and wait. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. And when you look at it, if it happened to you, it was meant for it to happen to you. It was meant for a reason. Hallelujah. He said, and he said, to them that love God. See, if you love him, you'll keep his commandments. He tell you not to fuss, fight, because he said, you're not to have no other God before me. Tell you not to do all of that. You don't supposed to do it. There should be a doubt in our mind this morning whether we're saved or not. Can I get a witness? Because listen, this could be the last service that you sit in. This could be the last day that you're living out there on Facebook land. This could be the last hour. This could be it. Some people died, didn't, they ain't died before, yes. There's some people died and didn't know they were going to die. Yes, right. People sitting in the church, preaching, preaching the last message and died in the pulpit. Yes, yes. That's why we got to be ready. Yes, yes. That's why we must know God for ourselves. You say, well, I'm too young. No, you're not. You ain't too young to go to hell. That's right. They make little caskets and they are big size. They're super sized caskets. Hell is for everybody that don't obey God. You say, well, I'm going to get the Holy Ghost when I move out of my mom and daddy's house. You may not never make it out of your mom and daddy's house. I'm going to get saved when I, when I finish high school. There's so much temptation in this high school. Preacher, you, don't, you just don't know. You don't know. When that music pop off, I be wanting to bounce with them. Right? And, and, and them girls walk by, I be wanting to look at them when everybody else looking at them. So I be wanting to look at them too. Them, them guys walk, that's all, look at that guy. Them guys look at that guy. Women look at him. You, I want to look too. That same stuff going to carry you there. That's right. Trying to be popular. Yes, Trying to be heard. That's right. Mm -hmm. Hell is in love with itself. Yes, it is. Every day somebody yes. is dying going there. Yes, and what's going to keep us out of it? Give your heart to God. Yes, Lord. All the situation you in, work it for the good. Everything I go through on a daily basis working for the good. Yes, yes. And how you get past the hardship, you say, well, look, at least I didn't cuss. You know you can put them words together, tie them up and tie them, throw them around, push, fix them and build them up, tie them down, lay them down. And folks, I used to lay them down. You know you one of those that used to lay them down and you don't, you don't even feel. You don't even feel that cuss word in your on your tongue. You don't even hear a cuss word. You know when you can tell somebody to say when they stomp their toe, when they hit their head on the corner of their cabinet, or uh, when they when they walk and bump their knee up, stomp their foot or run into something, or hit their head, hit their head on something. You can tell when the Holy Ghost is there or something else is there. They're gonna say it's coming out. Because when I was young, I had that, had that problem. That's why I can say it. 
I'm preaching from experience. And just because you hear this don't mean you take up on that and do that. They preach against pornographic material, looking at this nasty, wake up Caleb. But they, they preach at this nasty stuff, they talk about these demons all. You don't have to go out and research it and gain it and put it in your spirit. Get it in your mind. You don't have to do that. Stop being a leech. Stop leeching on to everything that, that's not of God. Stop grasping hope the thing that the devil. That ain't nothing but the devil. That's what the devil wants you to do. Man, when the preacher preached about it, next thing you know, they're suffering the whole thing, the body, the whole church was suffering with pornographic mess, looking at that nasty stuff. And what the problem is, let me tell you what the problem the problem with all of it. You're sitting there thinking you're lusting at the opposite sex. A lot of times it'd be the same one they don't have surgery done on them. Then you say, well, I ain't gay, you gay because you're looking at that mess. Yes, Lord, It's sad. This situation we got going on in the world, you got to tell it like it is. Yeah. And if I was sitting in the audience, you was up preaching, you was up preaching, I want you to tell the truth. Amen. Tell it like it is. Yes. Yes. Don't lie about it. Man. Don't let people think you ain't got Don't let them think church folks don't have to overcome. Mm -hmm. yes. We have to overcome yes. every situation. The devil come at us just like he come at the, the sinner man. Uh -huh. Is more so at us than at the sinner. Yes. Yes. He come at you he, every day you wake up. It's a trial. Yes. And you ought to thank God yes. for when you left the oven on and you went shopping in Walmart. You come back and the house wasn't burnt down. They know how to say, well, Lord, I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Amen. You ought to thank him every day before that. It shouldn't take leaving the oven on for you to get right with God. God take your mother and take her on to heaven and, and, and so, then they they want to get right. You should have been right in the first place. Yeah. Don't allow God to take stuff away from you and get That's your mind right. That's it. Yes, God. And it happens. There are people mad at God because he took their mom or their love on their sister, their husband, companion. God is God. He do what he want to do. Right. How are you going to tell your boss at work what to do? You can't tell your boss you 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 ain't paying me enough. You 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 owe me about ten more dollars an hour. He's gonna tell you, yeah, get the step in. You can't tell God what to do. God tells us. He loves us. If nobody ever told you they love you, God loves you. And we ought to be thankful for where we are today. Yes, Lord. We all had something to eat this morning. I hope you did. Something to eat this morning. But you had an opportunity to eat whatever you wanted to eat. Before you got to church, there's several places to get you old biscuit, old croissant, old waffle, or some chips and drink. You had an opportunity. But if you woke up in Afghanistan, or you woke up in, in uh, uh, Korea, or you woke up in Mexico, some of them didn't have an opportunity to even have an option of what they want to eat or drink. Some of them drinking that nasty water. I heard you saying, thank God I woke up in a warm bed to put on clean clothes. We get so complacent sometimes we forget about how important it is. So good. How 
important it is to have the necessities of life. Then we get so high-minded when you expect God to do it for you. You expect, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to wear that same um, past shoes. I don't. Mm, huh. Get so complacent. Yes. Thank God for what you have. Do you not know that it can be taken away from you the next second? The home that you live in, that you enjoy. A home is plural more than one. God can take every last one of them away from you. The word tells us God gives it. And he can take it away. And what the end of it says, blessed be the name of the Lord. He gives you sight to see. Yes, Lord. Ears to hear. Mm -hmm. Thank him for your ears. Yes, thank you, Lord. Word let us know. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying unto the church. I want to hear what God is saying. I want to hear the warning that goes out to God's people. See, there's a lot of faking and shaking. All they want to do is shout. It's a blessing to be able to praise and dance before the Lord and shout. Yes, but you better know what you're shouting about. You better know who you serve. You better know why you're shouting. You better know why you shout in your voice. You lift up your voice. You better know why you're praising in your dance. You better know what you're praising him for, what you're dancing for. Then, then I know old Marvin Gaye, he was an R&B. They called him an R&B pastor. He said, he said, this is what he said. He said, what's going on? He had a question in, in his mind. What's going on? What he was talking about, what's going on in this country? What's going on? Why are blacks against blacks? Why are whites against whites? Why are all these people, blacks and whites, against one another? Why are Hispanics and everybody working against each other? It's the devil. That's what's going on. People are dying from drugs and overdosing and alcohol and, and, and all type of drugs. And, and uh, It's just sad. People killing one another in this world. Yes, it was going on before we got here. Yes. What's going on? Why was global warming? Why this all of this earth is they talking about uh, worship the mother earth that, what you what you breathing out the the uh, uh, oxygen you breathe in and what you breathing out is cursing the earth is killing the the the, the uh, uh, foundation of the earth and they want you to bow down and worship the earth and pray to the earth no 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 they want you to worship man what's going on in this world what's really going on why are people so easy to be persuaded to do things they shouldn't do. Why are they so easy to persuade to be hard-headed? Why are you so easily persuaded to say one thing when you know it's a lie? Why are you so easily persuaded to say, oh, 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 I didn't mean to say that. Yes, you did. Why you can't say I'm sorry? Why? What's really going on? Why are you looking at my, my, my companion? Why is my companion, why is your, your companion looking at that person? Why is that man looking at that man and that woman looking at that woman? What's really going on in this world? Why the, the, the uh, street walkers, the prostitutes standing on the corner? Mm-hmm. Why are the drug dealers uh, up in the churches and in the, in the churches they're making them deacons and they selling drugs all, all day long? Why are they allowing them to get in there and be in the choir? Why they know that they preaching ain't nothing but a homemonger? Why they letting all this stuff happen? They pastor sleeping in everybody in the in the church. Why they got little boys on the front row looking just like the preacher? Why all these things are happening? Nobody's saying nothing about it. 
What's really? Marvin Gaye said, what's going on? What's really going on? Why nobody's had nothing? Why nobody's standing up for righteousness? Why nobody don't want to cost their want the money? What's really going on? He said, what's going on? Uh-huh. What's really going on in this world? Why didn't they all these things be? And they don't think that he's coming back? Yes, he is coming back. Oh, yes. He got it. Our creator got sick and tired back in Noah days of all the sin that was taking place. He was tired of the sin that was here on earth. And I know if he was tired then, he's tired and sick and tired of it now. So you want to sit in your little old mediocre way? You want to sit when like... I don't know why he's saying that. Ain't nothing going on in my house. Me and my phone no more. I ain't studying them. Uh-huh. I don't care. I don't want to hear that. I didn't come to church for that. I, I wish that Sarah get up and sing again. I, I like singing. I come about, they be getting down. What's really going on? I like clapping my hand. I like shot. But you got to know what you're shouting for. Why are we praising God? We praise him. That he brought us through our circumstances. We ought to praise him. Uh For allowing you to graduate. You ought to praise him for allowing you to graduate from one problem to the next problem. Do you hear what I just said? Did you hear me? Uh From one problem to the next problem. God allowed us to progress. I graduated from being a liar. Uh I graduated from stealing. As a baby child, I graduated from lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a child, some people still doing that as an adult. Oh, yeah. I graduated from fussing and fighting. Uh-huh. I graduated from throwing them hands. Yeah. I graduated from my 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 Smith and my Wesson. Uh-huh. I graduated from my choppers and my blockers, and I, I graduated from my long clips hanging out of my nine. Uh, my switch, I graduated from my switchback. I kept it sharp, too. I graduated from all of that. So you shouldn't be like, I don't know. I don't know why he preached like that. Uh-huh. Mm, yeah, I know. Let me tell you something. I know, I know that this church house would be filled. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even get in here mm-hmm. if we were allowing homosexuality what? to take place in this house. Oh, if the apostles was allowing Lesbians to up and jump and turn around and twirl and throw their legs up and all this. If you were lying and going on, lying to marry them, women marrying women and men marrying men. If you was allowing all this to happen, your church would be full. You would have to come early just to get a seat. But one thing about it, I know that I know. Paul said, I know all these things are working for the good. Those that are love the Lord call them to prayer. Listen, all them things are working. God wants you to see that this homosexuality is taking over. It's so bad that they, now they got medicine to hide that you got AIDS. Anybody know what they're about? They got medicine, Cialis and 
All these, all these different medicines you can take that are the camouflage you have in AIDS for so many years. When you take a test, the AIDS not even showing up in your bloodstream. Because they're giving the medication for it. The devil is alive. You ain't going to tell me it's okay. So what you telling me? Well, so what are they telling me, Bruce? What are they telling me? They're saying that you can go and sleep with me and, and get an old disease. And it's okay because we got you. We got you. We got some medicine you can take that'll cover up for your sin. The devil is alive. Because I'm telling you today, what is it, Jack, uh, November, the Sunday, November the 13th, 2022, sin is still sin. That no sin would enter into the kingdom. I'm telling you, you can't make it into heaven. It's why I'm going to hell. I'm going to have me a whole wagon behind me. I'm bringing me some all this. No, you're not. Well, when I get to heaven, not everybody died go to heaven. You think just because you come to church that you're going to make it to heaven? No, I beg your pardon. Just because you go and give God your time. One or two, three hours a, a week, you're going to make it happen. That don't mean you're going to heaven. What are you doing the rest of the week? What are you doing? What's really going on? What's really going on in your mind? He's fighting against our mind. He's coming against us every day, every hour. The devil, he don't want to be back in hell because he know what hell consists of. He want to be up here bothering you, touching you. You trying to sleep, and there he is. You ever been sleeping? You feel your bed going? That's right. He know he can be condemned back to hell, so he want to carry as many to hell as possible. But the devil is alive today. We're praying for you. We're praying for you. We're asking God to save you. Hallelujah. If you don't have the address of the church, I'm almost finished. You don't have the address of the church. Respond to this, this Facebook posting. And we will we will get your address and your name and we will pray for you. We will ask God to move some things out of your way. I understand that you don't want to go to hell. We understand that, that you, you didn't wake up one day and just say, I want to go to hell. We understand that it's a fight going on. There's a fight, and that is a war going on, and you got to fight. You got to fight. You got to keep on keeping on. You don't have the number of the churches. It's on there. The address is on there. Amen. We'll pray that God will change your heart, that he will change your mind. He said, Pastor, I understand you got. You need a mind to be saved. A preacher said last night, he said, some people are not worried about them that uh, don't want to witness back to the person that was once saved. He said, oh, they know the way. They'll find their way back. They might not find their way back. They may need you as a witness to show them that you can live holy. God can allow you and strengthen you for you to live holy. And the best, you said, well, ain't nobody perfect. Yes, it was. And when a man walked on this earth, showed up perfection. And to be perfection, in my understanding, is doing everything you know to do. Everything you know to do, that is perfection. Amen? Everything you know to do, the best you know how to live, that is perfection. Don't say, I don't know how to live, and you do know how to live. That's a lie. And a liar will not tear in God's eyesight. 
He don't want no. God don't have to. He had him. He had Satan was up there in the first place. He kicked him out. I don't want him to kick me out. It's a sad thing, Facebook, to make it to heaven and get kicked out. Can I get a witness? It'll be awfully sad to you finally have made it through all these things that's taking place here on this earth. All these adversities, all these problems, all these situations that we encounter, all this hateration that's going on, all, all this enmity and strife and jealousy we're dealing with on a daily basis, and you finally make it to heaven and, and, and get kicked out. Oh, it'll be a sad thing to stand before him. He said, you did good all the way up to that last thing. You didn't forgive sister such and such. You didn't forgive brother such and such. Well, Lord, I can forgive me. It's too late. I can forgive me. I, 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 that's no problem. Well, it must have been a problem because you didn't do it. Help me not to hold nothing in my heart against nobody. Wherefore, when he judged me, I will be ready to meet him. All I can say for you, don't have nothing in your heart against nobody. You say, but preacher, you don't know what they did to me. It don't matter what they've done to you. Look what they've done to Jesus. I don't think nobody can do anything worse than what they did to Jesus. Forgive them and go on about your business. Go on in God because we're trying to make heaven our home. Can I get a witness? It's been an honor and a pleasure of coming into your home, into your car, on your cell phone, or wherever you may be, on your, your computer, wherever you are. It's been a blessing. Amen. Why are you praying? Pray for Evangelistic Outreach Deliverance Ministry, where our pastors, Apostle Florida Jackson, Elder Rufus Jackson, our leader, Apostle Muriel Gold, and myself, Pastor Buchanan. Here at Outreach Deliverance Minute. Seven Wicks, Blue Mountain Road, Anderson, Alabama, 36201. Come on, give the Lord a hand. Have a praise. Amen. Amen.